there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 1717 Good evening, I'm Paul Cooney and I'm with two football giants this evening. One, a very happy Celtic legend, John Hartson. The other, an Australian legend, loved by half of the city, respected by the other. Who else but Craig Moore? Craig, John, welcome to the programme. Nice, Paul. John, you're still smiling after Celtic clinching the title at the weekend. What can you say about your former team? Well, I think it's been a brilliant season again. I think the consistency, just to lose the one league game away at St Mirren, well, they made six changes, but irrespective of that, and they still got beat. Uh, St. Mary were good on the day. Um, consistency, Paul, the commitment, the drive, all these things. And um, you know, it's, it's been very, very... It's, it's been unbelievable, really. Um, 13 points clear of second-place Rangers with, with four more games to go, more goals, scored more, conceded less. Um, and I think when Ange came in last season and he won the title, I think is. His um, his views were he wants to go win another one, you know. So people just don't think it's a one-off. The players have responded incredibly well for him, and uh, fans are delighted. You know, that's two in two fight with potentially a treble this season. Obviously, no disrespect to Inverness, and they don't want to talk about that just yet. But you're yes. right, John. Well, they'll they'll get selling a tough yep. game, and you can't uh, overlook yep. Inverness. But um, as I said, it's uh, it's potentially uh, another treble and a brilliant season. The fans are delighted. So we'll ask John about some of his highlights and Celtic fans as well. Highlights of the season was it the game against Dundee United? Was it nine goals? What about down at Kilmarnock early on? Obviously, the games with Rangers. What do you think? Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. Uh, Craig, I refer to you as a hugely respected and admired uh, Australian legend, and you were the first one to talk. Uh, you know, as a Rangers star of the past, but you know, as an Australian international player, you knew Ange Postecoglou, and you did say when others said, "Who is this guy?" Aussie rules, eh? Yeah, Aussie rules. <laughs> indeed. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, look, I mean, obviously, knew a lot about Ange in terms of uh, what he'd previously done, um, and uh, he's shown, obviously, in a couple of years, uh, how good he is in, in regards to the, the style of football he wants to play. Recruitment, he's absolutely nailed uh, and he, he's just set up an environment that, that um, you know players want to win they want to run through brick walls for him they play at a tempo that for, for, for the most part other teams are unable to cope with and 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 deserved winners uh, there's no doubt about that deserved winners of, of, of the league uh, when I look across uh, obviously at my, my old team Rangers um, been an indifferent season a lot of a lot of injury issues, a lot of uh, inconsistency in regards to, 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 to performances from players. And we probably got a first sighting of potentially what 
what is next in the the starting lineup against Aberdeen. You know, I think Michael Beale for the first time, no no Kent, no Morellis, Barisic was left out, McGregor was left mm-hmm. out, so that allowed, you know, McCrory to come in, Yilmaz mm-hmm. to, to to go and be be looked at. Um, so look, big big changes at Rangers, um, and a huge test, a huge test to 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 really try and close the gap because this season Celtic there has been a gap there has been a real cutting edge John Craig, you know you you were the many uh, you were one of of um of the few people that had at uh, new Ange yeah. yep. personally and, and been around him and when he was appointed at Celtic were you almost like did you envisage him doing as well as he's done good question yeah it is a good question um again I I go off I I go off what he'd already done, you know. Mm-hmm. So he, he come in, he come into Brisbane Raw, um, and I was actually part of the players that were, were moved on at the time, John. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, he had a hugely successful time at Brisbane Raw. He he, he won consecutive titles there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I had the opportunity to work with him and see how he operated in the national team. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get more of an understanding in terms of the way that he wants to play, the environment that he sets. Yeah. Um, so when. When he had the opportunity to come to Celtic, uh, and it was a pro- you know probably a surprise for everybody, mm. I was concerned. I was concerned being a Rangers man. That, Were you? Yeah, yeah. because yeah. I, I I know that um, you know it can change very very quickly, and and once you get that buy-in and and mm. the way that he wanted yeah. to play football, and I take this back to Asian Cup when we won on home soil, mm-hmm. the ball is out of play over thirty minutes in a game of football. Believe it or not, so he's. His intent then was keep the ball in as long as possible. So it was being fit, yeah. um, being uh, able to cover the grass um, yep. and run over the opponent. And he's brought it here. And yeah. it's been ultra successful for, hey, for the, the first couple of seasons. Greg, we know you're a Rangers legend. Are you proud of him as a fellow Australian, respecting what he's done as a, as a manager? Yeah, no, look, it's a, again, you're probably going to get me uh, hung, drawn and quartered. No, but no, look, it's, it, again, he's an Aussie that uh, for me is... is, is it's great to see an Australian do well. Does 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 it hurt hurt me that it's it's at my main yeah. rival? Yeah. We can't. Uh, we can't. <laughs> I, I think as well, that, Paul. We, yeah. we can't overlook that when Celtic appointed Ange, there was a little bit of pressure because Rangers were champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big pressure. You no, know, they were yeah. they were champions of Scotland at, the, sure. at that particular. Celtic were desperate to obviously um, take the title. Sure. Twenty five points. Absolutely right. Yeah. So. And, and and the fact that he got it spot on really from day one, you know, winning the league and obviously winning winning the the league cup, and then obviously the way that he's gone about it this season. Yeah. So, like people tend to overlook that that when he came in, you know, his his one of his major roles was to get the league back. Yeah, you know, and he, and he had he, to rebuild the team. He had to rebuild yeah. the team, and obviously he managed to do that. Mm-hmm. And I believe this season they they've kicked on again. John, would you have liked to? Uh, have played under Ange Postacoglu? I'd have loved to have played under under Ange. Um, there's loads of managers I always think I'd love to have played under. Um, but yeah, I, I think Kyogo, you know, the way that the, the, the team carve out a lot of opportunities for him, you know, if you I always said if if you're playing some just I'm just changing tack a little bit. If I was at Man United and I've got Ryan Giggs and David Beckham on mm-hmm. either flank, can yeah. you imagine how many crosses sure. that they are putting in for your strikers? Yeah. You, you almost can't fail to score goals. And it's mm-hmm. very similar when you've got the likes of Abada and Jota. You know, they're, they're picking you out. And I was lucky because I had a Gat and Thompson when I was... A, yeah. Alan Thompson could, could put it on a six-punch. What a left foot he had. Sure. So for Ange, 
Listen, I'd have had to get fitter. I'd have had, right. to, I'd have, had to have really tuned in to his criteria, yep. you know, which is, um, you know, winning the ball back and these things. I, like, I was known to, I wasn't the fittest player, but I, I was a goal scorer and I, I was in the right place at the right time, you know. Um, and it's moved on even from then, in that short time. It's moved on and the sports science the, the and things season. like this. Tell us what happened, John, uh, in the close season. So these days, they're fitted up and they have to hand up, you get maybe a couple of weeks off, yeah? Because yeah. you heard Callum McGregor saying, I'm having a cup of tea and a bit of yeah. sugar in it yeah, yeah, after winning the title. Gone crazy with sugar. Yeah. So yeah. John told well, us, tell the goal radio audience. It's really tongue-in-cheek. Of course. You thought it was really funny, yeah. So when I was at West Brom, I think the lads, because of the the modern science and yeah. everything else, um, normally I would in the summer you have about used to have about six weeks right. off. So I go away with my family and have a few cook breakfast, mm-hmm. a few pints, blah blah blah. <laughs> so I I would use pre season to get fit. Yeah. You know, I would use the four weeks you'd come back a month before you actually get the first the game. Idea. I would use them four weeks to to get right. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, you don't get that time though. Sure. You have to come back ready to go. Of course. So you're given you're given programs, and you're given a heart monitor. So when you come back, you almost just put in your heart monitor, which which measures how much running you've been doing and things like that. She's all given an individual program. So this one particularly, I said to Paul, said I was telling Paul this story. And I had a little dog. I had, uh, a, I had, dog? I had a little Jack Russell. So I put I put the heart monitor on, on the Jack Russell. And I had a big garden and I hit yeah. tennis balls and he, the dog would go back and forth. I went back. I had yeah. the best numbers. I had the best numbers on my heart monitor. Yeah. It was Martin O'Neill that, well done, John Harrison. Yeah. Craig, maybe you should have given that to Morellis at the end of uh, oh. last year when he came back. Yeah. But look, the rebuild is on at Rangers. What are you thinking, Rangers fans? We're going to talk about who's coming in. What do you think of the players at the weekend? 0808 17 17 700. And for John Hartson and for Celtic on the night when Real Madrid are playing Man City, well, that's the tournament that both teams were in. Both Glasgow Giants were in earlier this season. Celtic are in for next season. They want to do better than they did this year. Uh, Celtic fans, what do you think? Who are you looking for? Where do you have to strengthen? to make it in Europe and for Rangers are they going to come back I mean I mentioned the Morales thing it's kind of gone now interesting what the manager said at the weekend we'll hear it again from him Um, they should have acted earlier on Morales probably I think so yeah Yeah. Uh, and look I mean that that for me is is actually a given it should have been acted Mm. on uh, I think along with Ryan Kent a lot earlier Um, at the same time um, now that Morelos we, we, we 100% know is leaving you, you look at his period at the to- uh, at the football club scored a lot of goals Paul um, he become a, a fan's yeah. favourite but I think uh, there will be that little bit I think with the fans say he could have been so much better for us mm-hmm. because fit, hungry, scoring goals Unfortunately, it didn't finish in the nicest yep. possible way, but he'll move on and, and so It's Rangers. almost like it's time for him to go. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, it's I think over. he's had his yep. better years, he's had his better days at Rangers, and he can be proud. He scored over 100 goals, and I think Craig is right. I think it's it's ended with a little bit of um, a tinge of disappointment for him personally. Um, and when he looks at himself in the mirror, he thinks, could I have done a bit more? I think he maybe thinks, yes, he could have. Um, well, but you know what? You know, we, it's it's time for a fresh challenge for him. I really do think now Morelos needs needs a, a fresh challenge somewhere else. I think it's time for him to go. And, well, and, and yeah. sorry, Paul, and, and and the flips, not the flip side, but but Rangers also need a freshness. Mm. You know, yeah. in terms of yeah. the, the, the mm. dressing room, in terms of new players. There needs to be that in the off season, which they're they're definitely going to get. How many come in is obviously 
uh, time, time will tell. But that freshness is, is well and truly needed at the and club. And the, the boardroom or the executive team has changed it's big time, as well, Craig, off yeah. the field. Football director, have they been on anyone in touch with you yet? Somebody uh, like still, you, with your pedigree, with your uh, knowledge? Still being very quiet. Well, this, this is a, a thing that I kind of, at times, you know, you, you laugh a little bit inside, yeah. you know. I mean, it is a job that I've done for three years yeah. in terms of at a football club. But people go, but it was only Australia. Um, but, All right, but, okay. but, but we look at what Ange has done. Sure. Yeah. Uh, only Australia. Australian coach, John Brady, we've just seen yeah. who's got promotion at Northampton. Yeah. Aussie coach. So yeah. you, you know, when you touched on earlier, Paul, um, are you proud that... And yes. For me, it's yeah. important that Australians do well because in, in regards to football, um, there's still that, I think, that attitude at times is... He's an Aussie, what does he know? And Craig, you and by know, the way, we know a bit. Exactly, and we've got that as Scots. When you think about it, we talk about Sir Alex Ferguson, quite rightly, what he did there, about Jock Steen. Yes. Um, uh, you know, uh, Andy Robertson just now, I'm just thinking some of the great names. Yeah, Dennis Law, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kenny Dalglish, Jim Baxter. We're so proud of people who make it on a, an international scale because we are underrated. I mean, look at the money. Yeah. They, I think as well, pay. I think Michael Beale would, would want the same type of opportunities that Celtic give Ange. Yeah. You know, he's coming in, he'll want to build his own team, he want to bring in his own players, where um, the buck stops for him then in terms of results. Is Michael Beale. Yeah. Is Michael Beale. Sure. But obviously he's been in a little bit longer than Ange came straight in and almost hit the ground running straight away, obviously with the league title and everything else. But Michael Beale will want something similar, whether they'll have the finances to give him the money that Ange had to spend, £6 million on Kyogo mm. and everything else. But remember, Ange, Ange as well, he got uh, Jota on loan, Carter Vickers yeah, on loan. And that's yeah. why I go back to, I think Rangers might do a lot of loan deals um, next season because of the simple well. fact, I'm not sure if they've got, like the Tillman, the five million, for instance, for Tillman. <laughs> He's going to hit into that budget if, if you decide to, to sign mm. um, Tillman. But they've got well, a, I think they've actually got to sell as well, John. Yeah, I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not just like maybe freeing up between 100 and 150k a week yeah. in terms of salaries going out of the football club. I actually think that they need to sell a player or two. Uh, so, so who would you sell, Craig? Let, let's kick it off I, then I, for I'll the tell listeners. you what, yeah. who, who would I sell? See, if a, an unbelievable offer comes through on any player, yeah. then you've got to seriously consider it. You, have, you would have to seriously consider it because there's a rebuild and rebuilds cost money. Um, and as I say, like... So you James know, Tavenier, the captain, if somebody came if in... A, if, a, if a great offer come in, that's yeah. a, it's a conversation you would have. Conor Dolson. But everybody's yes, for sale, everyone, Paul. Everyone. Paul, ev- any players yeah. for sale. Everyone. You know, with the right money, yeah. with, with, the, with the right, you know, uh, offer, anybody's for sale. Same at Celtic? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If the right offer come in, if Celtic offer in some... I'm just saying yeah. for argument's sake, playing devil's advocate... If somebody come in for for Alistair Johnson, mm-hmm. say for thirty five million pound, then Celtic wouldn't hesitate. They, right. He's gone. You know, if somebody come in with Kogo for similar money. I'm just I'm just putting sure. a figure. Of course, Kogo yeah. thirty goals. You got thirty goals one year at Celtic. Yeah, that's as most well. I got. Thirty. But he's going to beat that. Another four yep. games to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anybody's for sale. Of that, that, that's that's, that's the, the case model. around yep. the world. Do you know. It's official. It's the Glasgow Derby. It is. It's tonight. It's Partick Thistle against Queen's Park. Yep. Um, so many games. So that's to get into the Premiership. Well, it's on the way to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of this. And then into the Championship. Airdrie against Falkirk. Alloa against Hamilton. Hamilton trying to stay in the Championship. And into the First Division from the second. Annan against Dumbarton. East Fife against Clyde. So the football never stops. And as we mentioned, in the Santiago Bernabeu Stadium... Manchester City against Real Madrid, Madrid, one of the great games. What are you thinking? All things football. Sun has come out here in Glasgow. 0808 17 17 700. Two of the biggest names on the radio. Craig Moore 
and John Hearts and John scored uh, what a hundred goals for Celtic hundred plus. Incredible! I got great, nowhere near that. No, no, you're a great <laughs> defender. So <laughs> hey, what would it have been if you hadn't clattered him a few times? Oh, yeah. He probably could have had a few more as well. Yeah, uh, uh, modest. Yeah. Maybe a couple of offsides that went against him. John he's forgetting F. about the Aussies, you know, the Australians. He's forgetting the physicality <laughs> that they bring as well to the game. Should we hear a bit from the two managers? Uh, this was Ange Postecoglou, obviously winning at Tynecastle. Yeah, look, we've got a great opportunity to make this season really special. Uh, like I said, we've worked hard to get this point and. It's great to win the two trophies, and now, you know what, we, we want to win a third, and, you know, I want it for the players, I want it for this football club, for the staff, because um, it's a reflection, I think, of the team they've been this year. And John, if Celtic win the treble, how huge is that, having one treble? It's massive, it's five five trophies in, in, in less than two years, if you like. Um, be remarkable, <clears throat> remarkable achievement for Ange, the players, and he credits the players, doesn't he, all the yeah. time, he credits their, their work rate, their hunger, and you have to have them things to play for an Ange Postacoglu type of manager. If you don't have them, he'll see it in your eyes. He'll spot it straight away and he'll say, not for me. You know, you have to adhere to what Ange Postacoglu wants, the way he wants to play, the high press, the work rate. Um, so he, he's been very special, hasn't he? What what, what a decision it was to, to go and find an Ange Postacoglu. Whoever's come up with that one in terms of the recruitment, Unbelievable! What fair, a decision fair that was. Play. And, and you touch on, and Andrew's done a wonderful job, and the players have all stepped up to the to the mm. plate. Um, from my experience and seeing Andrew work, so important the the captain uh, and Oof. and you know Callum McGregor. I mean, he he's for me, uh, he's a heartbeat of that football club. Mm. He is so important uh, for that for that team to be be able to continue to to achieve. Totally agree with you. Um, and and. Priceless for, for Ange Postacoglu as well. And he could have gone elsewhere, couldn't he, a few years ago for Leicester, Leicester City? Yeah. And you wonder what, well, Celtic fans will say, well, we know why he stayed because yeah. it's Celtic, but we know what it's like. The the money uh, is, is so different in England. Whatever it is here, if it's 40,000, it could be 80 easily. Uh, in the Championship, the average salary is over half a million, 10 grand a week. Yeah, yeah. In no, the Championship still, in, in the England. Championship, yeah. It's. Uh, it's another world away. Callum McGregor, what would you say, John? What, what, what can you say about the captain, that young man who spent his entire career at Celtic? Well, he, he's, um, he's, he's been a one-club man, isn't he? He's, he's one of Celtic's own. He's, he came through the academy, came through the system. The fans love that when they get a player, a young player that breaks through and it becomes, you know, he's, he's become, he's a legend now, you know. We were talking about his trophy hall, I think. What, right. is, it, yeah. is it something like... We're going through it. It was in 19 at the moment. He's about to... Incredible. Same as Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, but yeah. It, he just wants... Greatest ever Celtic player. And, and he, you know, he, he drives the team on. He's your go-to man. When when there's a little bit of a lull in play, if you like, and Celtic yeah. have given the ball away two or three times, Callum will start pointing the finger. And he'll almost say, look, give me the ball. I want the ball. I'll get it on the half turn and I'll, uh, a half turn, and I'll fizz it wide. He's got the ability to play it wide. He can play it around the corner into the front. He joins in. He goes beyond the front when he wants to, in terms of trying to get himself into the opposite penalty area and score goals. He's, he's basically just a wonderful technician of the ball, Paul. That's what he is. He's a brilliant footballer, and that's and that's the football side of Callum McGregor. But the way he presents himself, he, he, he seems extremely hum, humble. Uh, and for me, that that is also special. Not not only having the talent, but the way he presents, the way he speaks about the club, the way he leads. Um, 
he's a very, very impressive man. Just see on Sky there, we're just going to the break. We'll hear more Rangers in a moment or two from the manager. There's a city you've been in, John, in Milan. Of course, it's the other Derby. semi-final tomorrow, yeah. the Derby. Though. So there we <coughs> see the Duomo there. Isn't it a magnificent city? Let's. I wonder, are Celtic going to be there next year, next season? Are Rangers going to be there, either Champions League or the, the UEFA? Well, that's that's the aim. Obviously, I mean, Celtic would definitely be there, yeah. Yeah, but, sure. Um, yeah. But for, for for Rangers, I think first and foremost, Paul, yep. domestically, yep. that needs to be sorted. Quick break, and then we're back. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, new Toyota showrooms at Now Open in Glasgow and Hamilton. Let's go! Let's go! Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney, Craig Moore, John Hartson. 0808 17 17 700. Now here's the team. It's the PFA Scotland Team of the Year. Joe Hart of Celtic, James Tavernier of Rangers, Cameron Carter-Vickers and Carl Starfelt of Celtic and Greg Taylor of Celtic. Malik Tillman of Rangers, Callum McGregor and Rayo Hitati of Celtic, Duke of Aberdeen, Kyogo Furuhashi of Celtic, Kevin Van Veen of Motherwell. What do you think of that team? 0808 17 17 700. Uh, Craig, first of all there, obviously, as you would imagine, dominated by Celtic as they've got the double, maybe a treble. Uh, what do you feel? Malik Tillman in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, Mal- Malik Tillman again, young player that shows promise. In terms of the big matches where I think Rangers really need him to stand up, I still think... Um, there's improvement to come. I don't think that that was unbelievable this season, but he is a talent. Uh, team of the season on the back of his performances. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there was there was there was some better options yeah. in my opinion. Uh, Van Veen, uh, incredible season. I was speaking to John off mm-hmm. off off here. I mean, Rangers and Celtic. You're a striker. You should be scoring a lot of goals mm-hmm. to score. 25 goals for Motherwell yeah. um, for me, 16 is a, is a huge yeah. huge bottom effort six, bottom three for most of the most, season yeah. until yeah. Kettle will come a huge yeah. season Duke yeah uh, it's had a very very good season uh, look no no real complaints in there no no big surprises um, but again Malik Tillman I think is a great talent um, but I think he's probably a little bit lucky to find himself in the team of the season John, I think I think, I think yeah. Craig sums that up very well. Is the one the one position Duke's had a really good season at Aberdeen. They're finishing the season like a train. Aberdeen, Kevin Van Veen, Craig's, Craig's already mentioned. Kyogo, thirty goals, brilliant. And the one the one for me is Tillman. You, you could argue uh, the listeners as he had a better season than than Jota. Mm. Do you know, and you wonder, well, wh- you know, why is he in? I um, think your answer would be. Well, I think Jota's had a better season yeah. than Tillman. Mm-hmm. Personally, I do for the reasons that Craig's already yeah. said. I don't think he's really, really made the difference in games, um, you know, in, in the games against Celtic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so listen, it's good for the lad. He's, 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 got, he's got his chance yeah. and, he, you know, he's, he's, he's definitely a talent. He's one that Michael Beale mm-hmm. will have a big decision on in terms of whether he wants to sign him permanently. A Tavernier, you can't deny again. Um, his, his goals and, and his and his um, his assists. I'll go and I, I agree. Yep. I agree yep. with everything else. Really, it's just that one. Mm-hmm. It's just that one. I would think Jota has come up trumps again. Maybe hasn't had the influential the influence yeah. on mm-hmm. the season like he had last season, but um, because last season he, he was he was playing, wasn't he for his for his future, mm-hmm. if you like, and he was brilliant. He's been brilliant again that time this season. Nice. But for Big me, goals. that would be the the yeah. only one mm-hmm. I. Potentially look to change is 
you ask the question, has Tillman been better than Jota? In my opinion, no. O'Hara also is probably a player that I think has had a really, really good season at St Mirren. I know that's getting, Indeed, yeah. that's getting yeah, away captain. from Rangers sure. and yeah, Celtic, yeah, yeah. but yeah. he's had really good numbers this season. Um, obviously, Stephen Robinson knew a lot about him when he was at Motherwell. That's why I brought him to St Mirren, and he's had a fantastic season as well, Paul. Is he the best-looking player? That's what uh, some of them have been on saying. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. He's popular with the fans. Yeah, yeah. it's really yeah. good that Kevin Van Veen and, and Duke are getting re- yeah. good recognition. Yeah. You know, it's not all about Celtic and Rangers, by the oh, way. Sure. These players have had yep. good seasons for their respective clubs, and mm. that that's good that them guys are in because they deserve to be, and they've had great seasons. Joe Hart, your goalkeeper of the year so far, because you spend when you're a goalkeeper for an old firm yep. side, you get lots of spells where you're not doing too much, Craig, and that must be part of it. You have to be alert. Yeah, big time, big time, yep. because you're dominating games majority mm. of the time, and and you might have one save to make, and and, and it can be a very very important save, um, and and concentration and all those kind of things. But but Joe Hart, ever since he's come to to Celtic, I think has um, has been rock solid, and it just gives the rest of the team, certainly the back four, John, a lot of confidence, yeah. and then that just flows through the rest and of we'll the team. Come to that in a second, John. I want to ask you about the back four and the keeper. Are you hoping this time next year it's going to be Robbie McCrory as the goalkeeper, or he deserves yeah. the opportunity um, yeah. and, and Michael Beale's obviously given that opportunity against Aberdeen and I would like to think that he'll play the remaining games let's not forget he did. He has experienced an old firm match um, yeah. and, and kept played the well. clean sheet yeah. played well so give, give the lad a chance that was last season wasn't it but he played really well Alan McGregor not mentioned he's been brilliant for Rangers yes. as your old pal do you think that's it now have we seen yeah, him for the last it, time it, really it looks yeah. like I've not spoken to, to Griggsy yeah. recently but what a what a wonderful goalkeeper what a wonderful career that he has had um, Yeah, I, I can't say enough the saves that he's made the big big saves in big games for Rangers I think have been incredible and the fans will will never ever forget Alan McGregor yeah, top goalkeeper. Yeah. He's played a bit in the Premier League as well, and I think he's he's ventured down south. Um, Hull, oh, yeah. you played against him, yeah, yeah. Mm. And um, no, he's been he's been a quality goalkeeper even even in the last couple of years. He's made some unbelievable saves. Yep. Sure. Um, but just going just going on to Joe Hart, if yeah. you like, Joe's contract is up at the end of the season, so um, be interesting one whether you know Joe. I think he'd love to. He's loved his time at Celtic. Yeah. And, and I would think uh, for a well that he's done, I'm not going to tell Ange how to do his business, by the way, but I would think on the back of how well he's done and what he's brought to the dressing room and, and vociferous around the pitch and everything else, I would think they'll, they'll want to get Joe Hart tied up for, for a few more years, definitely. And the fans love him, don't they? And fans you can love see him. the influence he has on the team. Yeah, he's and, he, and he's captain. playing in a yeah. successful team as well. Yeah. You know, he's playing, he's making saves. Um, he's really, really fitted in. He's you know, loves playing for the club. Vast experience, you know, over the years, yeah. and um, he's not done a lot wrong, has he? Really, yeah, um, sure. few mistakes. But who, as, a goal, as a yeah. goalkeeper, you yeah. know, that's what they do. They make the odd mistake. But uh, you can come on the socials as well at Go Football Show yeah. and give us. Uh, what you think on this PFA Team of the Year? James Tavernier, a lot of people will be really glad to see him in there because of all the good things he, he he's done. Yeah. He gets criticised at times. Yep. People have been on Rangers fans saying, oh, it's time to take the captaincy from him or whatever. But I think John agreed. It's good that he's in there in the back four, James Tavernier. Again, Paul, when you look at the, the numbers yep. that this guy knocks out... Um, he has to be in that team. Yep. 
Uh, like I said, for me, you get a, he does get a lot of flack from from even his own supporters about um, the defensive side of things. I'm, I'm not going there. <laughs> I, I think he, he he does a great job. I think his numbers are incredible. I think he's the best right fullback in the country. Technically, he's he's up there with the very best, isn't he? In dead ball situations, picking players out, um, getting forward. I agree with Craig. I think. Um, Offensively, is better than defensively. Obviously, yeah. for me, and I think the Rangers fans recognise that. But um, going forward, he offers he offers Rangers so much from that right hand side. You know, I'd like to see his assists. I know he's got over hundred goals, but I'd yeah. like to see the amount of assists. Well, well up there. He's, yeah, absolutely. He's he's, a, he's been yeah. for for certainly this season. Mm. He's been Rangers' biggest attacking threat. Yeah, so from right back. From right back. Incredible. And a hundred goals over the years well, with the Rangers. Players they you know? used yeah. to do it mm-hmm. all the time. Down south with Stuart Pearce. Yes. Of course, yeah. Stuart Pearce used to get about 15, 16 goals a season yeah. from uh-huh. left back. Yeah. Free kicks, technically, running forward, playing one twos off the Nigel Clough. And Clough would just stand there, play him in, one two, Stuart run, carry on his runs. He's, he's, that, he's that, you know, he's that typical right back who wants, who wants to get forward and, um, and, and help the team in terms of assists and goals. So the back four, James Tavernier, mm-hmm. Cameron Carter-Vickers, Carl Starfelt and Greg Taylor. Starfelt has uh, is grown in people, Craig, looking at you, first of all. Yeah. Carl Star- you've got to admire the fact they're unde- undefeated mm-hmm. domestically when Carter-Vickers and Starfelt play together. Yeah, well, I think, look, when you look at the two defenders uh, in Carter-Vickers and, and Starfelt, um, they just do their jobs well. Mm. They, they don't try to be flashy. They don't try to be fancy. They don't take chances. They do the basics yep. very, very well. Um, they've done it all season, as you've touched on there with Celtic. So they've been very solid and deserve to, to be in there. But my, my type of defenders, Paul, it's kind of yep. no frills. It's like, do your job. Do your job well. Four or five players control a game, John, and the other four or five go and score goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think they've been solid again. Um, I think Starfield will be better for having, having a really good season and getting a lot of praise, which I think he deserves because he was getting enough people on his back when he first came and make, making mistakes and maybe, you know. Um, but now I think he will grow, he'll get better in the Celtic jersey with the more confidence that, that he's gaining. He's in the PFA Player of the Year uh, alongside Carter Vickers, who's, who's been exceptional yeah. again. He was even close to being my player of the year. Is he still, I was about to ask you. So yeah. the two of them undefeated mm. playing together for Celtic. Mm. Is Carter Vickers, or I'm sensing you're going to say maybe someone else might just shed it for the player well, of the possibly, year? Well, possibly. You know, he's in there, isn't he? Yeah, he is. You know, he's yeah. centre off for Celtic. Yeah. He's the one that has to head balls out of the box when they're coming in. He's the one who has to defend leads and things like this. So he's had a brilliant season, but I, I've, I've gone on record as saying McGregor, I think, should will be it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, Carter Vickers alongside Starfield, they've both been excellent. It's dominated by Celtic, as you would imagine. Mm-hmm. They've won the double. Here's Ange Postacoglu at full time on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, plenty of people in my circle make sacrifices, my family, my kids. Um, like I said, uh, I've got the easy bit, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I love, but they're the ones that uh, are a constant support. And, and not just my family, my friends um, here in Australia. The whole football club um, really embraced me from day one. And, uh, you know, for that, you know, I... I take pride that I'm able to sort of give something back. 
he's got a terrific relationship, hasn't he, with the Celtic fans. You can hear it. And as an Australian, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's mentioned home as well and the media love him over there. Yep. Um, I see Celtic will be playing at Yokohama in July, okay. July the 19th. Yeah, yeah. They've got the Tour of the, Asia, the Asia, haven't they? Asian yeah. Tour. Yep. So, yeah, so. There's a lot going on, isn't there, for, for yeah. Celtic? And a lot of that has been driven uh, on the back of uh, the success that Ange's had and more importantly the, the recruitment we know that there's been a lot of players coming in from, from Japan in particular I know South Korea so that that tour is a great opportunity I guess for him to go back to where it's kind of begun for him in a, in, sure. in regards to having the opportunity to come to, to Europe not uh, I mean he, he was in Australia great following in Australia Paul mm-hmm. you know I, I, I see a lot of the stuff on the, the socials and all that sort of stuff Australian people following Ange and and Celtic obviously on their journey and how well they're doing and he makes an interesting point about giving everything into this job yeah look it's it's not easy you know it's um, you have to put everything into this it's a great responsibility um, anytime you're you know, any manager knows yeah the responsibility you bear but particularly at this football club and um, you know it takes a hell of a lot to to get to the point where we are and massive effort from everyone and uh, yeah you do you get emotional because you, you you understand what's going into it well, and just spot on because when you, when you're a manager for Celtic, it's like every every decision is scrutinised. Every every team you you play is is scrutinised. You know, there's, there's there's thousands, millions of Celtic fans out there, and everybody's got an opinion. Everybody thinks he's picked the wrong team. Everything, oh, this player should be playing. And is very much his own man. He doesn't do. He he hasn't put a, hardly put a foot wrong since he's come in. Um, and there is pressure. There was pressure because, as I said earlier on, Rangers were the champions of Scotland when when he took over. Yeah. His remit would have been let's get that let's get that um, that championship title back at Celtic Park, and he he, he did that with a plum. And again, he's followed that. He's followed it up this year. But the, you know things do get scrutinised, and it's pressure. And I think he highlights that because he's, he has to put everything in every every decision, every move you make in Glasgow. Mm. You know, will be highlighted and because, be highlighted, of, because of who you are, because yep. of because of how much people love football in this city. So this this Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, Rangers against Celtic at Ibrox. Yep. Some people saying Celtic have not been playing at their best in recent mm. weeks, John, but they're still winning. Of course, they are. Um, can they play better this weekend? I think again, you can do, always do play better. I, th- I think yeah. you can always play better. I think that's what Ange Ange will be looking for mm. perfection, and I'm not saying. You know the, the league was very special. They managed to do it at, at Tynecastle. Mm-hmm. But Angel play his strongest team. He, he wants to go and break records. He Could wa- they play better? Yeah, I think they yeah. can. I think they can yeah. play better. I think they could have played better at Hearts. Every time they play, they can play better. Mm-hmm. You know, Jota Jota can be better. Mm-hmm. Kyogo can get two goals rather than one. The defence can keep the ball. The midfielders can keep it better. I think you're always looking for your team, no matter how well you play. Managers want a better performance the, the next week because sometimes you think well that's impossible but no that's what Ange wants he wants perfection you know he's got desire he's got you know he, he wants his team to push on there's no respite if you know that's that's the word there is no yeah. respite when you're in this team the work rate everything has to be there and it'll be a difficult game again because Rangers you know I've not beaten Celtic this season I think it's six or six, six games is it so they, they'll, they'll they'll want to finish 
you know, on a little bit of a high, although the league is done. Yeah. So they'll be as you know they'll be as challenging to Celtic as they've mm. been. Um, so so for me, I think Ange will look to push on, pick his strongest team, go to Ibrox, yep. try and win the game, and try and win the rest of the games that are ahead of yep. Celtic. This is game number six this weekend. The other side of the city, yeah. they'll be equally determined. And Rangers have been saying. Sorry, did I say six? Yeah, yeah, five, yeah, five, five, yeah. Sorry. We're getting closer to Celtic. That's what we're going to discuss after the break, Craig. And we're going to hear from Michael Bale. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom now open on Whistleberry Road, Hamilton. Let's go! Let's go! Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. Paul Cooney, Craig Moore, John Hartson, and your calls coming in. 08 08 17 17 700. The table looks like this the Singe Premiership. Celtic 95 points after 34 games. They're champions. Rangers on 82. Aberdeen on 53 after that defeat at the weekend. Uh, Hearts on 48 after the defeat. Hibs, 47 points after their win. St Mirren on 44. Livingston on 42. Motherwell on 40. St Johnson 36. Now surely clear of any relegation worries. So the bottom of the table is between Dundee United on 31, along with Kilmarnock on 31, and Ross County on 30. Uh, some big games on tonight. We mentioned earlier on, not least the other Glasgow derby it's uh, Patrick Thistle against Queen's Park start of the playoffs towards a spot in the Premiership uh, we're talking Celtic there and uh, the title back to back they never stop we're talking Rangers now what's the rebuild for next season who's going to come in and what did you think of for example Cantwell and Raskin that was a point put to the manager yeah I think listen that it's, it's my opinion that history, when in a few years' time, they'll look back on one or two players more fondly than they do today because they'll, they'll see the goals they scored or the games they played in and the moments they had. I think what's happened with those two is the fans wanted to see one or two fresh faces and they've come in with a natural, infectious um, energy and, uh, and, and I think that's nice. And I think attitude and energy is the best friend or the worst enemy of every football player. And uh, ultimately... If you have some success, that attitude and energy has got to grow um, and you can't change. And those two players have come in and they've started at range as well. They've achieved nothing at range as yet. So everything's in front of them. And uh, next season, I expect them after a pre-season together to go on and kick on another 10 or 15%. It's OK winning man of the matches and playing well at this stage of the season. But we know that at this club, you've got to do it on the big days. Craig, your thoughts on the manager's comments? Yeah, he's spot on, and the big days—the um, big days are next season. Uh, in terms of uh, having to get to, to winning ways, I know there is an old firm ga- uh, game this weekend, and there, there will be the expectation from the range supporters that they want to go out and win this this match against your main rival. But um, I, I still think that Celtic go in as, as strong favourites and would love to uh, to come to Ibrox and, and be able to get the the win there. But listen, Michael's got a—he's got a tough job. Um, because he needs to get in the right the right players, uh, with, as he touched on the right attitude. Rangers, for me, the last year to eighteen months has been quite a stale mm-hmm. looking team. Approach. Yep, you know, I, I'm saying that this this season in particular. I mean, obviously because they had the great European run, yep. but it looked as if they were just getting to the to the end of their tether. And again, I can't emphasise enough in terms of every season the importance of a fresh face a big signing that's going to walk into your starting 11 how much of a boost it gives a, a it gives a club uh, and and also drive standards mm-hmm. and i just feel as if that is is what rangers need to try and achieve and there's going to be more than one walking through that door paul sure 
You know, you're talking potentially any, seven, anything from eight. seven to twelve players. Okay, we'll come back to that in a second or two. Jimmy's been on the socials at Go Football Show saying, "Craig, how do Rangers approach the game with Celtic? How do they play? Do they try to contain Celtic's playmakers, but they've got nothing in the final third? Or what's what's he going to do for this game? So try and get a draw? Try and no. Uh, for me, you've, nope. got, you've you've got to look first and foremost. You've got to match the energy." Mm-hmm. And the desire that, that Celtic are, are going to come to Ibrox and show. That should be a given. Yes, it should be a given. The energy in terms of, that, that's fitness. Mm. That's the ability to, 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 to work for 90 minutes or the players that then come in and, and to be able to keep that same intensity because if you can do that against Celtic, then you have an opportunity. I think that the biggest factor this season and why Celtic have been so successful is they've been able to do that against every single opponent, Rangers included, for 90 plus minutes that energy that intensity to their game Rangers have done it in patches but they haven't managed to do it for 90 minutes against Celtic John? Well I, th- I think it's a bit of a free hit for Rangers I really do because if they lose the game well they've already they've not beaten Celtic in five um, yes Michael Beale will want to beat Celtic and, yeah. and obviously um, what that mean what will it mean to the supporters it'll give them a huge lift um, a little bit of belief maybe uh, but I just think Rangers have to play with a bit of freedom um, right. take all the nervousness out and I know they'll have all the, all the crowd they'll, they'll have 100% of, of Rangers supporters at Ibrox and he's just got to say look take the shackles off just just go and, just go and play with a bit of freedom get our two full backs pushed on Let's, Craig is right match, match Celtic's work, work rate the desire mm-hmm. Um, close down, keep the ball, take your chances, your opportunities, and I, and I just think it's almost like well, if they can go and you know win a game, I think they'll take uh, a psychological, not not a psychological. Mm. I'm wrong in saying that Celtic have already won the league by 13 points, and the the Celtic will be thinking. You know, they're on 95 points. They could get to 107 points. Which would be a record. Which would be a record. So that's their target. And to do that, they have to go and win at Ibrox. But what I'm saying is, um, the league's done. It's finished. All Rangers are doing now is playing for a little bit of pride. That's what they're doing. Can they beat Celtic, you know, the sixth game of this season? Can they go and do it? Can Michael Beale Mm. put... You know, put all his words into action because he, he does talk an awful lot, Michael Beale. He says an awful lot about players and and things like that. He, he, you know, he over elaborates on things. And yet it's but, great from a media point of view because he but, opens but up. But for me, yeah. you know, stop talking and let's see you deliver. Let's see, let's see one of your teams go and actually beat, you know, the champions of Scotland. But because for me, um, you know, he's come in and and and. As I said, I just think that they need to go and play with a bit of freedom and go and enjoy. Right. You know, it's one of the last games. What sure. A lot of these players would have played their last game for Rangers at the weekend. Go and embrace it. Go and enjoy it. You're playing against Celtic, the champions of Scotland. Can you put in a performance that is going to win the game? Play I, with I, a bit of freedom. I just hope, and again, I know that people who are phoning in and, and, and people that are listening be talking about formations. Mm-hmm. For me, this game's not about formations. Yeah. And uh, for me, it's not about formations. And whoever goes out there, again, it's that it's that hunger. Mm. It's that desire. It's yeah. that willingness to want to overcome your opponent. Yeah. And if Rangers have got seven or eight players that are able to do that, Paul, that will give them the best chance yeah. of winning a football match. Unlike 
when four of them switched off at the Celtic goal the well, other week. I, I think I mean, you're, you're being generous. Happen? I think it was yeah. probably five or six. Five or six. You, you know, you know what I mean? Well, this yeah. has been said sure. in every single game. Every game this season, Rangers, yeah. is, we, we tend to go over the same things. Michael Beale tends to go over the same things. You know, the but, proof's in the performance. So try, try and get the best out of your players. Ultimately, because of the way the league's gone, they've not got as good a players as Celtic. They've not got them, basically. That, sure. that, that's and the, he knows that. that. That's the yeah. reality. That's been the disappointing thing, I think, yeah. for Michael Beale, yeah. because, look, uh, I think he's a good coach, right? And, and he, he's obviously had game plans, and, and he's come out publicly after a couple of the matches and been disappointed with the execution of the game plan. So that, yeah. that, that falls on the players. Uh, and, and a lot of the time, we, we will look to the manager and, and the manager, and it's his fault, and it's his... I think players also must take responsibility sure, when they yeah. when they cross that I line. And, and I think anybody uh, within that Ranger squad this year are going, if they're honest with themselves, it wasn't a great season for myself. I could have done better. Yeah. Mm. Craig, here's one for you that's come in in the socials at Go Football Show. And it says, Craig, do you think that the loss of Jimmy Bell within the dressing room at Rangers last season affected some of the current players, their standards, and they forgot what it really meant to play for Rangers? He says... I think we need proper Rangers men behind the scenes, keeping those standards high as it was in times gone by. And finally, he says, we'd love to see some new faces at uh, Ockenhowie to support our manager and his coaching staff. A Barry Ferguson, a Kevin Thompson. You. Uh, look, Jimmy, Jimmy Bell, obviously, every time yeah. uh, people mention Jimmy, uh, it's very, very sad. But I was actually thinking last night, um, quite a lot about Jimmy Bell in terms of when I uh, originally come over mm-hmm. to the football club as a young 17 year old yeah. um, and, and at the time I didn't know a great deal about Glasgow Rangers mm-hmm. he was an educator I tell you what I used to I used to go into the kit room and I used to speak with Jimmy for, for hours and hours and hours and, and, and he'd show me jerseys great games um, he'd educate me about the football club. Is he is he a loss? Uh, he's an he's an enormous enormous loss to his family, but also to to the football club. But I understand what the the point is. Having people that continually drive um, the standards of the football club, a coach is one area, but there's other areas of the of the the, the back end that can drive as well. Jimmy Bell was. He was a great man and, and sorely missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was from well, Ryan Walker. Yeah, well, why, you've fan. got to ask the question as well. Um, like Michael Beale, it's like if you bring in a Barry Ferguson, mm-hmm. right? A Rangers hero, um, a great player, uh, medals coming out of his backside. Yep. <laughs> if you lose three games on the spin, the crowd are going to be singing for Barry's name, right? They're going to be begging for Beale out, Barry in. So a lot of managers, when you're in there, why would you bring in someone like that that's going to be a potential threat to your job? I know where I'd put Barry Ferguson. Where? He'd be the head of academy. Okay. And do you think he would do it? I think he would do it. I, th- I, think that, that, I think that's got Barry Ferguson written all over him. And the reason why is because whatever manager is at the football club will always have the respect for Barry Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Right? There will always be a strong link from academy to first team, which is crucial, right? More importantly, he's actually walked it. He's he's transitioned from academy to the senior football team of Glasgow Rangers and captain the football club. So would coaches underneath him and players underneath him um, be good enough? I'll tell you what, he would make sure they were good enough and knows exactly what it would take 
that would be an unbelievable position for Barry Ferguson. No, we would not want to lose him here at the Go Radio Football Show. He can nip in but, once uh, or twice yeah. a week. <laughs> Thanks, John. He can yeah. drop in once or twice a but week. John, I take your point, and people know there, there did seem to be a lack of that connect, maybe, between the fans and the heritage of the club and the great winners. I mean, Barry Ferguson, anyone who comes on here, everyone says... Just about. Who's your favourite Rangers loves player the ever? Club. It's Barry Ferguson. Exactly. Loves the club as well. And for me, they're yeah. the type of people that uh, you just you need to have involved if you can and if they can deliver. Uh, I, surely, I certainly think that you would deliver people there. Have, people around Michael Beale and his coaching staff, People, surely people are recommending Barry to him. So why don't you take a Barry in? Why don't you do... I might be wrong, but surely... but. Well, why don't they do it, Paul? Have a separate job, but not, yeah. but not to do with the first team. I'm not saying have Barry, Barry Ferguson involved yeah, with but, the first but, team. But, 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 but be the d- director of the academy. Yes. But Barry, would all, he would have a lot of... Um, you know, that relationship with the manager as yeah, well, the first the team manager. Yeah. Yeah, but he still that, have that, to have a, a, a decent sort of relationship. But he would always have that just because of respect that any coach there would have for Barry Ferguson and what he's achieved as a football player. Yeah. First and foremost, yeah. he loves a football club, right? Most important for me, he knows how to get from the academy yeah. to first team. Mm-hmm. Will it happen? I don't know. Well, it's a talking yeah. point. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, is a, it is a talking point. Surely the Rangers fans have to come on and mm. tell us, do they want Barry well, Ferguson? Ryan's just said that. Someone. Yeah. The thing is as well, sorry, just to know yeah. another thing. So, and, and you were, I think you were sort of like maybe going down that path, John, in regards to uh, and Michael Beale and, and, mm. and, and people that potentially... Three results that aren't great, and all, and then you're under pressure, and people are going on about it. For me, it's not about that. Um, no, the court, the managers shouldn't think like that. But I, I get strong I, people. I think in. there's a there's an element of the fact that they do. And you mean in general in football? John? In, in yeah. football, sure. yeah, because it's like all of a sudden you've got you're not you, saying Michael Beale. You've got legends, yeah. you know, at the side of you or in a different mm-hmm. position, and. You know, um, and it's just that if, if if you have a little bit of a of a dip and the crowd get on to you naturally because yeah, they don't yeah. like the results in football, if there's somebody already there, it can add that little bit of pressure. There's no doubt about that. But I would just bring in, and again, I'm talking about the experience I, I that I had as a, fo- as a football you. director. There's certain areas where I wasn't strong at. I made sure I got the best that I could get into those positions yeah. because mm. that makes that that makes you stronger as a team. Uh, and for me, if you're looking over your shoulder, obviously it's insecurity. Uh, there's, there's no confidence, and, and therefore are not, not the right insecure, person. Craig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plenty of managers that are insecure. I'm secure. We'll be back in the next hour. That's 60 minutes have come and gone. It's John Hartson, Paul Cooney, and Craig Moore after the news. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Find your nearest dealership at MacklinMotors.co.uk. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Listen anytime, wherever you get your podcasts. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 to 1717 700. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show, hour two. Lots of calls coming in. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. I see La Marca, the biggest sporting paper in Spain today. The headline is uh, the Spanish, I don't know what the word is for it, but the monster is saying for Erling Haaland, the, one of the great strikers. This time last year it'd be Benzema they'd be talking about. Today it's Erling Haaland. Who's going to win tonight, John? Who do you reckon? I think it'll be an open game. I, th- I think both teams have got such uh, attacking prowess. Um, you look on the other side, Vinicius Junior, Benzema, you look at Man City, De Bruyne. 
Um, Grealish is actually playing very well at the minute. You know, he's holding down the place, making yeah. an impact. And of course, Haaland. He's got 50 goals. And you look at the league title. Imagine winning the title with a. Imagine not winning the title with the, with a striker that's got 50 goals. They will, won't they? And yeah. Arsenal have brought it back to a point now, by the way. So I there's know. that yeah. little bit of your old team. A lot of yeah. games, yeah. A bit yeah. of pressure, maybe. Game in hand. Greg, what do you think tonight? You know what? I yeah. actually think that. Uh, I mean, you, you touch on Man City are a wonderful team, wonderful players. But Real Madrid at this stage of the competition, uh, not only now, but over the years, has been yeah. absolutely incredible. And you talk about Benzema, Modric, Cruz. <laughs> He's uh, back fit. Uh, these are players that uh, they, they just know how yeah. to get over the line. Yeah. I would not be surprised to see Real Madrid mm. get a result tonight. Um, and then very interesting, the second leg. Very interesting. Regan, who's going to win? Good evening. Hi, Regan. Paul, 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 thank you for having me on. Pleasure. Who's going to win tonight? Man, or over the two legs, Man City or Real Madrid? Well, I'm going to win with Manchester City. Uh, thank you for having me on. Pleasure. Oh, and I hope you enjoyed your holiday last week. Uh, yeah, I was at two um, weddings. Terrific. Yeah, I should have said I was a major occasion, um, but they were both good. But thank you. Great to nice. be back. I was listening in as well. The guys were very, very good. Enjoyed it. So, and a lot of people at both weddings were saying. They enjoy the programme. I think Brilliant. it's our programme that we're talking about, John. I, think, I hope so. <laughs> no, no, we enjoy it more when Reagan comes and up. They're, they're tuning in to the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Yeah, yeah. we've got these two beasts of football here tonight. Giants, Craig Moore and John Hartson. So, Reagan, what are you thinking? Your beloved Celtic are champions again? I, I just wanted to talk about Ange Postecoglou, Paul. I know, I, I, I know that Brendan Rodgers has been at Celtic and... Malato O'Neill, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's been a manager that's been got as much uh, passion for the Celtic fans. I think Ange Postecoglou is really t- taking to the Celtic fans' places, and I think they really hold them in a really big way, mm-hmm. Paul. Because I think he just understands what the club's all about, and I think what what Kareem was talking about earlier, the fact that Celtic were, were the club that gave my the opportunity because I think Ange he got offered the uh, a club in Belgium he was no better than me but he got offered a club in Belgium I'm mm-hmm. sure um, to be assistant manager so yep. the fact that Celtic have been the first club to offer Ange the opportunity I think Ange will be very grateful and I think in terms of what Craig was saying earlier I think Craig would be a great option for Rangers uh, director of football because yep. see when you look at it Paul I think Craig would know a lot of the gems in Australia Japan and a lot of the, a lot of the players yep. would be very cheap, very cheap as well. Okay, well, let's. Uh, yeah, two points there about both teams. Craig, do you want to go first of all on the Rangers point? Um, I, can you share with the listeners who you were with the other day? Because you, you spoke to them on air last week, and you yeah, did go down to Fleetwood. I went down to Fleetwood v Ipswich, and um, Scott Brown looked after us and, and got me a couple of tickets for the match, and got the opportunity to go in and, and speak with him and yeah. his, his staff, uh, Stephen Whitaker oh, well, and Barry yeah. Nicholson after the game. Uh, look, it was an end of season kind of kind of yeah. match, but but again, look, it, it's great to get down and watch different matches. And that's my point. You watch football, uh, all over. of course, yeah. and I love it. I yeah. love it. I think it's really really important. Um, obviously, there was a, an Aussie boy at Ipswich, or two Aussie boys, in fact, as well. But yeah, Paul, for me, I mean, the, the role that I'm in in terms of the agent side of things now, yeah. uh, I I get recommendations all the time, mm-hmm. but Aaron I Moy. need to I need to see the player live. 
That's yeah. that's what I yeah. You never I take off to, the box, no. Nah, no. I can't. I need to for me to really get a, a good opinion of the player. I need to see that player live. How, how many air miles have you got? <laughs> must be I've got a few. I've got a few. And by the way, and yeah. I hope to work on get on get uh-huh. it, getting more because yeah. it's something that, that that I actually love doing. Eh? Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love going yeah. to watch uh, games uh, mm-hmm. all over the world um, and sure. continue to grow the network. To be clear, we don't want you going anywhere, nor do we want Barry I'll going it anywhere. My, work it within my uh, schedule here. Go. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> John, what about Martin O'Neill was mentioned then? The Celtic fans love Martin O'Neill yeah. as well, so I, I wonder if you'd... Uh, well, that was my yeah. point that I was going to yeah. make to Regan. I, I get it. I get the fact that Ange gets Celtic um, and the impact, but... Yeah. Listen, you know, Martin O'Neill might have something to say about, you know, the impact because he, he won a treble in his first season and nobody yeah. knows more about Celtic than Martin. Yeah. But obviously, Ange has been unbelievable. I've waxed lyrical over him since the day that he's come into the club, Regan. Um, two brilliant Celtic men there. Uh, you're talking about, you know, Ange and obviously, let's not forget the job Martin O'Neill did at Celtic, the recruitment, the players that he brought in and the the way that he got the team playing, you know. Um, But no, you know, you must be be delighted, Regan, obviously with another potential treble, eh? Yeah, I I think that's the big step for them. Obviously, they missed it last year against Rangers. John, I want to ask you something, right? Yeah. See, in terms of injury, I was thinking about this as well. Do you think like maybe last year he was a little bit jealous of GVB uh, getting Rangers to European final? Because I think that's I think if you're Celtic board right now, I think this is the prime opportunity when you can back Ange and say, right, we're going to try and get you to European final because we've seen that Rangers can do it. But that would be the prime opportunity to any player that Ange wants go and sign the player. No, I, I don't because, think he, I don't think he was jealous. I think I think. Um, I think he was happy for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst yeah. in terms of the job that he'd done and the respect that they had for each other, uh, which was a, a, an unbelievable achievement for Rangers getting to the uh, Europa League final. Um, but what I would say is I, I think there'll be movements at Celtic, Reagan. I think uh, one of Ange's, um, one, one of what Ange will want to do, one of the things he'll want to do is take Celtic out of the the group games, the group stages, and and, and get them into the knockout stage of of the Champions League. He's, I think the yeah. club, I think Reagan, the club will back him. I think there'll be quite a, a quite a, a bit of movement over the summer. So watch closely. I think with Celtic, um, you know, to get into that into that second phase, that knockout phase, Regan, that you have to try and add a little bit more quality. You have to try and. Find a better Abada on the right. You have to try and find a better Neil Taylor on the left. You have to try and find, you know, these are the, you know, to go the extra step, if you like, because the Champions League is completely the highest level. You can't go higher as an individual than the players we spoke about earlier, like tonight. You know, the Benzema's, the Modric's, these guys are. I've got so much quality, and that's why Real Madrid are where they are every year. So Ange will want to continue to build and um, continue to win domestically, of course, which is very important. But I just think for Ange to go and further in the Champions League, I think he will he will have a big say in terms of bringing in players that that he wants and his recruitment people bring to him for the football club so that that that's I think that's a big thing so I do believe there'll be a lot of movement in the summer ins 
quality and out because people Ange doesn't rest on his laurels he wants to go again all he talks about is he never he, he never satisfied with that's maybe the wrong word he's happy and he's satisfied but he wants to go again relentless John, relentless. Yeah. John and Regan uh, question for, for both years here so I kind of agree. Look, Ange is very progressive and he'll be looking and, and certainly wanting to improve again next season. Now, we all know that that improvement, um, let alone domestically, Europe is, is is where he's really motivated to try and improve. Right. So I actually believe that, that Celtic will need to improve their starting eleven for Europe to, to, to get to that next level. level. So a question to Reagan and a question to John. One, if you agree with that, and secondly, if you do, what are the key positions that you would strengthen to improve that starting eleven? Reagan, do you want to go? <laughs> go on, yeah, buddy. You I'll, go first. Uh, I think for me, you need to get a better uh, striker. To um, I think if Kilgore's missing, yeah. I think that could be a big miss. I think if you're going to any top club, they've got three top strikers. Okay, John, would you agree on that one? No. I would agree. Yeah. I said this. Like, we had a similar conversation, yeah. I think, with yourself, Paul, or Mark yeah. last week. And I said, um, because, oh, he's done mm-hmm. he's done very well. I like him. He looks powerful and not done a lot wrong when he's had his chances. But I think he's yeah. untried. He's untried sure. at the very, very top level. And I also think... Um, you should have three strikers at the club. Sure. I think all, all. Yeah. You you'll have one. That's the outstanding. And you're Henry playing Larson all was, yeah, Henry Larson sure. was always the outstanding one. You'll have one like Kyogo will always be hard yeah. to bring out of the team. Yeah. But I I do believe that you you need three uh, quality forwards in, in your ranks. Craig. No, no. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw a little bit of a curveball. Mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that uh, Reagan and John, you're talking about the top end. Yeah. And mine, we're we're thinking about Europe. I'm going to go the defensive areas. Okay. Right? And oh. Another another centre-half that would then change a formation to then allow wing-backs. He ain't going to change it, Chris. Ah, maybe next season. Then. You know and I know Ange won't waver from But here's one for three. you. But here's one for you. Yeah. All right? This is a little bit that I kind of kept to myself. Well, I'm surprised you've actually the talked team. about the... The formation, yeah. because I think I didn't like. I don't like full right. formations. I just like but, players to go and win games of okay. football. But he was looking due to progression of the national team before he moved on mm-hmm. to go from back four yeah. to a back five. And did he? Okay. Did he try? Well, no, because he ended up leaving and going to Japan right. at the time. Actually, no, yeah. did he try? Yes, he, yeah, did. he did. Yes, he did. He started the World Cup campaign. Yeah. Um, he did try. It wasn't hugely successful, mm-hmm. but it was progressive. I but, had a really good conversation with Ange. At, on pitch side um, tell us more <laughs> no he came over and we had about 10 minutes together not yeah. not much longer than that he asked me what I was doing yeah. and things like that and go radio football show every weekend yeah, I had to throw <laughs> that one in. thanks for making and, the switch and then because there was a lot of talk right about yeah. this formation yeah. from the fans as well because people were saying well surely we have to be stronger surely we have to set up a little bit more defensive when we're going up against the best teams in the world away from home Surely we have to get like a, you know, like a holding midfielder, two holding, uh, a little bit of a little bit of insurance mm-hmm. in front of the back four, these type of things. And I said to him, man, just says, well, have you, he says, yeah, yeah, mate, I've, I've heard it all, I've heard it all. He says, <laughs> I says, would you ever waver from that from the four? Mm-hmm. Never, never will I waver from that, John. 
This is the system that I love. This is the system I've been brought up with. This is the system that I've worked on for many years. So I had a bit of a heads up. Mm-hmm. When everybody else in the studio was saying he has to change, he'll do this, I almost come in and said, he ain't going to change. Now listen, everybody everybody has, has, yep, has sure. the freedom to change. He might well in the last two years thought, you know what, yeah. I'm thinking down a different mm-hmm. I'm thinking differently and he may well change. But for the for the for this for the future right now, mm-hmm. he's always gone with that four three three. He's never changed or never changed a Celtic. Mm-hmm. But we're talking now, so and, and you're, sure. you're, you're right. There was no danger. Yeah. No danger he was gonna change this season. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about next season. Possibly, Europe. yeah, he might yeah. well do, yeah. yeah. But in okay. terms of okay, in terms of the way right. people were talking, mm-hmm. okay, you know, and, 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 yeah. and commenting on his sure. on the formation, how we yeah. were how we were giving like, how we were giving goals away, okay. people sure. were saying. But Andrew's like, no, no, I, I'm right. saying the same. Final point from Reagan. No, I'm just going to say I think that's a good point. The great mix of it centre back because a big step up from the Scottish League to the Champions League. So I think centre back definitely would, would be an option for Ange. But I think the thing we need to carry out with Craig is Stuffel and Kravick have both got uh, both I think Kravick has been suspended and Stuffel got injured as well. So both of them have no place in the Champions League campaign. So I mean, that would be interesting to 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 see as well. You look at Kobayashi as well, who looks very yeah. good. So there's, there's three yeah. there's three he's got there, but. but Listen, I think if any quality players come up, right, we can talk about permissions. I've, I've made my point about the, yeah, sure. the centre-forward position. Mm-hmm. If a top-class midfielder comes up, no matter where he plays around Europe, and Ange's, Ange looks at him and says, mm-hmm. he's the type I want. He fits into my team. Like he thought of O'Reilly at the start of the season, like the yeah, reason he brought Hitachi yeah, sure. over, like mm-hmm. McGregor stayed in his team. Mm-hmm. Ange is that intelligent. If he sees a player that he really wants... And he, he's, in, he's within, you know, the, the makeup budget. of yeah, what you can sure. pay for him. Ange will go for him, and I think the club would back yeah, him. Ah, like now's him. the time. Now mm. is the time. Like you, course, Sir Alex yeah. Ferguson, Sir Alex Ferguson, winning, being successful, mm. go yeah. out, spend more. That's that's the time when you have the power mm. to go out. You know, there is a bank balance that can back mm. Ange, and if the right player comes along in any position, Celtic will most definitely look at that option. Mm. Aaron Moy, that's another one. Identified by you as well, yeah, Craig. Yeah, Mayer. I mean, I think Ange maybe knew him a little bit as well. Is that you doing a bit for Celtic, Craig? I tell you a quick story. A quick story about Aaron Moy. Yeah, right. So he broke into the national team at the time. We were playing actually in Japan against Japan, and I was just sitting down, you know, with the staff, and they were talking about the testing and all that sort of stuff that the players had been through, physical testing. Yeah, and they were saying that they hadn't come across an athlete quite like Aaron Moy before. So that's when in terms mm-hmm. of I knew, he, mm-hmm. people go, yeah, but he's not, he can run all day, every day, left foot, right foot, range of passing. Um, he's come and done extremely well for Celtic as well. You two are taking us on the inside tonight, aren't you? We heard about John Hartson's training rate routine <laughs> and put, putting the... That was tongue in cheek. I know it was, exactly. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a great line that you put... It's one of my after dinner stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Russell. <laughs> on the Jack Russell. <laughs> Megan, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we'll speak to you soon. Yeah, Paul. Cheers. Cheers. Thank Megan. you. Most unusual, isn't it? It's going to be the old firm derby this weekend. We haven't really spoken about it much no, just now, no. but there's been so much last weekend. Um... I, I, 
all over the divisions, aren't there? Dundee are the champions of the Cinch Premiership. Who's going to come up with them? Uh, it kicks off tonight with Partick Thistle yeah. uh, up against Queen's Park because Queen's Park dropped to third position. Um, air in second so what's going to happen other big games tonight as well we've got Airdrie against Falkirk our own Stephen McGinn of course involved for the Bairns Alloa against Hamilton Barry loves the Ackies and of course as a local mm. guy uh, Ackies just two years ago were in the Premiership and they could go down to the First Division and Annan against Dumbarton and East Fife against Clyde as we go down the division so much to look out for tonight not least the Bernabeu Stadium. I was there many years ago for the uh, for that game when yeah. Celtic played there. We were covering it. Um, one of the great football arenas. But John, you haven't played there, Craig? Did you ever play? I don't, I don't think. No, I never played, played, played at the yeah. big Spanish clubs. The same big Spanish: Real Madrid, yeah, or Barcelona, we, Valencia, we, Valencia. Oh, was yeah. where, was you played where there. Played. Yeah, that big stadium as well, wasn't it? We were there with Scotland. Yeah. We played uh, Spain in About the, the Valencia. Stand, the, stand, yeah. the, the other side. Uh-huh. It was incredible. Magnificent stadium. Yeah, That's Mastaya. right, John. Yeah. John, you played there? Yeah. Played there, yeah. Played there for Celtic. Got beat 1-0. It's, if it wasn't oh, for Rab yeah. Douglas, it could have been about seven. Is that right? Rab had a great game? Oh, yeah, yeah, an unbelievable game, Rab. And they had... Um, yeah. they had. Uh, what year was that? John? That was 2003. No, 2002. Or yeah. 40. Yeah. Because sure. um, Rafa Benitez had won La Liga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. they had... they had Because um, we had them earlier on in the Champions League as well, mm-hmm. where they, they, they hit... Two Champions League finals. We'll continue that during the break, and we'll great come players, back for great uh, players at the time. The Top. games you've played against. Mendieta, remember it was Mendieta still there? He was brilliant. Going to fade you down the break. (laughs) The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Let's go! Yes and no. Some of them boys will definitely be here next year, of course, but obviously there'll be some new faces and there was one or two injuries as well, I thought. Uh, With the ball all day, we, we, we had some good moments, I thought. Uh, fashion and uh, Rabi had two moments in the first half in particular where they linked up well which opened become goals I think uh, we're, we're sometimes I feel that we're the most wasteful team in the final third that I've ever seen really because the amount of chances we have in the games which we don't take and uh, no, I thought Ridvan did himself uh, well today I thought John Suter come on and did well and all and, and Robbie uh, had a really strong performance I thought the uh, the save early in the game was in a really big moment but I thought other than that he looked really assured and looked a good goalkeeper it's a fair play to him after not playing for so long and obviously getting a clean sheet Michael Beale there saying Craig Moore that the most wasteful team they can't be on Saturday against Celtic well, and there's also a giveaway in terms of where the team needs to improve Yeah, um, because that's been uh, the situation throughout the season um, and look we, we probably haven't had an opportunity to talk too much no. about the actual game against Aberdeen and, and look again it didn't come with, with, without um, its own problems I mean Duke mm-hmm. had a couple of really good chances one on one um, obviously Miofsky plays in which is a little bit wide for him but 1v1 probably should do better mm. the penalty claim um, mm. with, with Goldson uh, and look clearly if the referee had, had given a free kick then VAR could have overruled mm. it it was it was a pen- it was a penalty because um, everyone agrees now you know, it should have been a penalty yes yeah. yes. but um, that was the reason they couldn't because the reason why he couldn't was because uh, the referee hadn't given a foul so VAR actually actually had nothing to look at yeah. the rules were if there's grappling outside the box and it ends up still going inside the box it would have been penalty. a penalty yeah. it would have been a penalty so yeah. so Goldson and Rangers were lucky sure. uh, with, with, with that situation no doubt about that um, and, and again like I said Sakala um He's, he's lively. Mm. There's no doubt about that. But for me, he lacks 
the quality, the, 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 yeah. nah, the quality that's required to be a, a striker that's going to knock knock home 20, 25 goals, um, or even when he's out wide, play, uh, wide areas, not sort of stuff. Like it says, he he, he causes problems. Mm-hmm. But he misses more opportunities than, than he will take. So, again, we're talking to be at one of the top clubs. Uh, you need to be better in those areas. So who's going to play on Saturday against Celtic? Because it's not going to <laughs> be Morales, is it? So, no, yeah. Sakala will be huh? one. I mean, I, Scott I, I Wright, think, false nine? Well, I don't think... It, no, I don't think Scott Wright would start. Although he did come on and, and looked, mm-hmm. looked uh, lively enough. But, again, I, I probably think that maybe his future... Might lie mm-hmm. else, elsewhere. Look, Matondo. If you if you want to go pace, you've got Matondo. You've got Sakala, and if anybody's going to play a false nine, you're probably looking at you know Scotty Arfield could do that. Of course. Uh, and yeah. by the way, and Scotty Arfield, I know the result again um, didn't go in the last match, but I thought he was excellent. Mm-hmm. I thought Scotty Arfield was probably one of Rangers' best, uh, and you know exactly what you're going to get from Scotty. Gives you everything. Let's hear what the manager said about Morelos. Well, I think you saw a difference when Alfredo come on in terms of energy, uh, not a positive difference as well. So uh, I think, yeah, we'll need a focal point to the team for sure. Antonio's not fit at the moment and and Alfredo's obviously going to be moving on. So I thought Fashion and Rabi gave us a different type of front line today. I thought, because I missed him just there, I thought, again, it was nice to see Yanis Adji get some movement after being out for a year. I thought he had some nice touches. I thought across the whole game, we had some passages of really good play, but we have to be more decisive if we want to if we want to feel at ease at the end of the game. Because to be fair to Barry's Aberdeen team, they're organised. He's got them going. They've come off seven wins, five clean sheets, and they come here today and they try to stay in the game. And they had a couple of moments on the counter where we need to do better as well. Have we seen the last of Morellas? Then it was pretty scathing from the manager. Yeah, I mean, look, again, um, he said it himself. Uh, he'd be moving on, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, very very clear, there, very yeah. clear. I don't expect him to. I think to have the priority, the priority has to be for Rangers, the way that I, what I just took from that um, piece from um, Michael Beale there was a striker. And, and by the because way, because Craig's right, you have to have a striker that is going to come back with twenty five goals yeah. mm-hmm. if you are going to challenge for the title and other trophies. Because as he said, they are the the, the most wasteful team in the league. What he means by that is they create for fun, create, 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 but they've had nobody, even their top man, Morelos, has not been able to convert. He's not been able, he's not been able to dispatch as well as what they've done in previous years. Um, strikers win your games, Paul, because you can play all the tippy-tappy stuff, you can play really nicely, get it wide, your crosses can be pinpoint. If you haven't got a goal scorer that can put the ball in the back of the net on a consistent basis, you're not going to win nothing. That's why you pay them the most money. That's why they're the hardest players to find on the pitch is your goal scorers. So that must be a priority for Michael Beale is to bring in a striker. A three. Three. You know what I mean? And again, you look at and this is a question for, for maybe the Rangers listeners that, yeah. are, that are out there. I mean, Kevin Van Veen, you know, yep. you look at the... I mean, I know he's 31, but this is not someone... That, that, that is going to be your starting number one striker. but 25 goals, as John said. But you yeah. need, you still need people, you still need players that are going to keep the, the, the potential starter mm-hmm. on his toes. And if he's not scoring goals, in any pops and he scores goals and, and, and it drives standards. Is Cholak still going to be there? And would you, we, we, would will will Cholak still be there next season? Look, Cholak uh, was excellent when he mm-hmm. started, Paul. He's had his injury concerns now. Uh, I don't again this is me personally yeah. if, mm-hmm. if he gets himself fit and there was an opportunity to, to, to move on mm-hmm. then 
again, I think Rangers would listen to, to any kind of offer that would come through for Cholak. I think Rangers need three strikers. Lauren Shankland, would he be in your thinking? I think Hearts would be um, silly with negotiating mm. an exit for, for Shankland. How silly? Well, just... Uh, um, three million? Silly enough. <laughs> silly enough, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like for Van Veen, uh, again, he's, he, he, there's, you know that you're not going to sell him, yeah. so you're not going to make money uh, in terms of on sale. No, sure. But you're yeah. going to have someone that can score goals, that knows the domestic scene, um, is, who, who seems to be a really good professional... Yeah. Um, it's not it's not crazy for the amount of money that potentially you'd be talking about De Barros Lopez known as Duke Duke uh, Duke again for me as, as wonderful a season as he has had um, is he uh, a clinical goal scorer John I'm saying no yeah. and, 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 and I understand that you bring in these type of type of players but we've touched on it and John was a striker who scored over 100 goals himself strikers need to score goals yeah, yeah, in terms of you just meant your Celtic days. Sorry, sorry. I was talking about Celtic days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're up here. Come on. No, but this is what you need when you come to Rangers and you come to Celtic, you have to score goals. You have to score a lot of them. Otherwise, you're. Yeah, because you're given chances. A lot of chances. Because you're playing with quality players. And when Celtic play at home, they have 70, 80% of the ball. You know, um, most of the time. So you, you've got to be able to score goals because goal scorers in the championship, in League One, goal scorers take you up the leagues. That's sure my do. point. Yep. Goal scorers, everybody though, Paul, is looking for goal scorers. Mm-hmm. And Not everyone, easy to find. Of course, everyone up for sale apart from what Cantwell, Raskin. They're, they're the just, obvious two that yeah, have come sure. in that are just, just new. Sure. And, and to yep. be fair, they, they'll, they'll only get... They'll only get better for Rangers and, and and become become stronger, but there needs to be uh, a, a lot more to be able to support yeah. what their two are going to do. Here's a bit more from Michael Beale talking about the rebuild. <clears throat> that's what we're striving for every single day. That's that's what we're busy away uh, looking and planning for next season and seeing now, assessing who should be on that journey going forward. You know, our home form up to now with two home games to go in the league. I think we're unbeaten at home in the league, so that's good. Our away form since I've been back in has been strong. As I said, it's it. The, most most of our problems are not between the two boxes. Our problems have been we've had we've made mistakes at both ends of the pitch, and it's clear that if you want to go and be a successful team, you can't make the amount of mistakes we've made previously. But let's just move forward. And uh, look, I think we we we've got four games. We want to end strongly. We'll have a nice summer, and we'll come back stronger for sure. It's going to be. I know in advance people say, "Oh, is it a dead rubber?" It's never when Rangers never. play Celtic, is it? It's not never. at all. And never. as we get closer, we'll start to say, you know, how long to go? What's going to happen when the Rangers fans go? It's going to be strange, though, isn't it? On um, Saturday, no opposition fans. I know it's happened a couple of times now, but in this kind of game, it could go either way. If Rangers do well, then they'll love it. If if, if Celtic are really on form and Rangers don't have an answer to it, and Celtic go ahead a couple of goals, then the atmosphere would be. Well, you look. You look. I mean. Ibrox is going to be a sellout again. Yeah. All right. So every single fan that goes to that mm. match wants to see their team go and beat Celtic. Mm. All right. And that's a test for the players. That's mm. a test also for Michael Beale. And 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 he recognises that you must, when you're in Glasgow, you must have the ability or show that you can beat your main rival. Um, and that is a challenge for everybody involved at Rangers. And the rival who scored 105 goals, 13 more than um, last season. 
by the end of the season joins so Celtic on fire goal wise although Kyogo listen 30 goals he hadn't scored for a few weeks uh, what's your feeling for this weekend John we haven't actually spoken about Saturday how do you think it is going to go I think both clubs will have um, their particular challenges you know Celtic have Ange will make sure that the players are still focused because they've won the title um, they go into a, a, um, a Scottish Cup final where they're, they're huge favourites and they've won the League Cup so they have to keep the focus they have to try and win what would be a difficult game at Ibrox with a vociferous crowd um, you know it, it'll be like an amp, it'll be like a theatre on, on Saturday the Rangers fans will turn up they'll want to see their players um, win the game um, because they want to finish they want to go off in the summer thinking well at least we beat Celtic once uh, this season alright it, it, it won't matter to the league but from a you know a personal point of view they want to win the game as Craig said but obviously Celtic have still many more challenges they want to they want to get to that 107 points mark um, they've got terrific players they're in brilliant form uh, we say earlier on they're not playing very well but they're, they're managing to win which is the most important thing um, and it'll be a difficult game they'll have to be focused because as I said Michael Beale will want to finish on a high um, a lot of talking a lot of planning you know there's a lot of ins and outs at Rangers to come but he'll want to go and, and, and get three points and so will Ange so at this moment in time he would probably make Celtic just favourites um, on the weekend but um, you know R Rangers will be a difficult proposition again as, as they always are you look at the games a lot of the games hinge on you know certain moments in the game and you know they're, they're finely balanced at times um, Are you looking forward to it John? I am very yeah. much so I'll, I'll watch it I'm flying to to London at the weekend I've got a gig I'm doing I'm going down to my old club Wimbledon the old um, Ah yeah. yeah I'm going down sure. there to, with Dave mm. Besant yeah with, with Bess ah, yeah. on the stage yeah Keeper at yeah. Plough Lane mm. to the, to, they're back at their old home now Wimbledon right. so yeah. um, that's what I am so but I'll make sure I get the later flight mm. Because uh, the game is on half past twelve, isn't it? Saturday afternoon, yep. so I'll definitely watch the yep. game, and then uh, and then fly down about three or four o'clock after it. Craig, what are you thinking uh, for well, Saturday? You know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that um, Carter Vickers is going to be a huge loss for Celtic, mm -hmm. uh, and is it could be Ashley. Yeah, yeah, he, looks came like out he, the he was that. So, yeah, sure. so again, my, my what I would like to see from Rangers is, is to make sure that uh, Kubiashi might be might be a good player. But I tell you what, go and test him. Go and test mm -hmm. him in this environment um, with the, the idea of not letting him settle into the match. Um, I think that that could be, be something that um, could give Rangers some hope if they get off to a positive start and all of a sudden a defender that maybe doesn't have a lot of experience in this type of match, uh, away from home, 50,000, uh, that's where the opportunity comes. And then, Paul, like any game of football, sure. it's, it's goals that change matches. And Rangers need to be able to capitalise when, and there will be an opportunity or two in the game, and it's just about taking those opportunities that will give them the best chance of winning this football match. And who are the players you're thinking of who will test Kobayashi? Again, I, I think it's just going to be obvious uh, yeah. in regards to speed. I, I don't see anybody other than Sakala uh, and, and the Matondos and, and, and what have you because of what's available to Rangers. Well, hard to believe, isn't it? A month ago, yeah. Rabi Matondo hadn't been seen for months. Hadn't been. Yeah. Uh, it's come in and, and again, look, it looked lively enough. Yeah. I mean, Roof, Roof is, mm -hmm. is, is, a, is a good player, but he's just had a horrendous run of injuries as well. So, look, they've, they've lacked in a lot of areas, but... 
one thing that Matondo and Sakala will give you is 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 the threat of of pace of being able to get in behind. Yeah. Um, and it's about taking those chances. Yeah. In other leagues, you know, th- this would be like a dead rubber. Yeah. In other leagues, mm-hmm. you know, if you've already won the league, this becomes a little bit of a, you know, uh, but because it's oh, sure. Celtic Rangers, biggest derby in the world, absolutely, John? Yeah. yeah, absolutely, and what it means to the supporters mm-hmm. and the and the pride and going off in the summer, you know, they, they, there's always a meaning to this game. Um, this particular one, Salah are already champions, but they still got targets that they want to hit under Ange, and he's the type of manager to uh, to keep the boys very focused and, and go for them targets. Glasgow's all about bragging rights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all about bragging rights. Now, obviously, Celtic are in a position where big opportunity to go away with the treble, mm-hmm. but the, the league... For Rangers is an opportunity to kind of at least have some kind of comeback mm. in terms of going away yeah, in the off season. The well, Rangers have been saying they've been getting closer to Celtic. Yeah, so. but, but but the fans don't don't want to hear sure. getting closer. Michael Beale has yeah, said Rangers, they've got, they've got to go Rangers, and win a game of football. They've got to go win this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Craig, if Rangers win on the weekend, yes, does that mean then they're getting closer? Because well, it's a game yeah. where Celtic have already won the league. Yeah. You know, and I think just trying to be realistic sure, about yeah. it. Rangers, if they win the league, I'm said they'll take a little bit of joy. The fans will go away in the summer thinking, yeah, that was a great victory for it's a home victory. But the job's done. Yeah. This is this game is the only about bragging is rights. Done. But obviously, there's the record points yeah, total sure. and things I've spoken about already. Yeah, yeah for me, it's, this game is purely bragging rights. You're right. Mm. It, just, if Rangers go and win the match this Saturday, fans will be delighted. Have they closed the gap? Of course they haven't, because they're going to have a, still a massive, massive rebuild, yeah. and both teams are going to start next season, and then we're going to get an idea of how close potentially Rangers have closed the gap. And as a player as well, you've got your own records. Yeah, you know yeah. things like you know games, because when you finish, like you can add up things. How many games do you play against your biggest rivals? Sure, well, it's going to be six this how season. Many, oh, over, oh, how sorry. many wins course, and things yeah. like this? Well, it's as, as a player, you've books. got pride. Yeah. I never wanted to lose. Because you knew you had the feeling of what it meant to the supporters. Yanis yeah. Aji, has he got a future at Rangers? Or we get the sense we talked about it last night with <clears> Barry and Mark. Do you think he's one that could they could get some money for him? I think potentially. Look, I mean, Aji's a he's a fine player. Uh, he, he was just unfortunate again. He picked up a you know a serious injury ACL, which keeps you out for nine a year, and, and I actually say two years because it takes you another yeah. year to get back to any kind of form. Um, but he's an intelligent player. Uh, but uh, again, I, I strongly say that there is business to be done uh, at Rangers Football Club in regards to players if they have interested other clubs. Uh, out with Raskin, out with Camp. Well, I think every player, there is a price. It's just whether or not that, that comes through in the in the off-season. It's John Hartson with Craig Moore, Paul Cooney. We're back just after this. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! Let's go! If you're off to the football tonight, enjoy it. Fairhill for thrills, they used to say. Craig, as you well know, you played there many times. So too did John Harson. Could Barrick Thistle be heading back to the Cinch Premiership? Yeah, they could be. Could it be Queen's Park? Year after year going up the divisions. Top of the table until just a couple of weeks ago. Missing out. That was some game. Did you see any of it the other night? I've seen the highlights. 5-3 yeah, five, five, yeah, five, and it's... 
how I mean Partick have probably finished the season stronger yep. Queen's Park yep. have tailed off a little bit um, are they able to bounce back from the disappointment of last Friday against Dundee very interesting Glasgow Derby is that, is that we get away with that Glasgow Derby oh, yeah. yeah yeah that's what it is that's so the, other, it? the other yeah. Derby but some of the Celtic fans will call that the uh, Celtic Rangers um, the yeah. Rangers fans will call it the Old Firm they Derby I don't care as Glasgow, as don't they? Yeah. well there were uh, Celtic Rangers and Partick is that right yeah and there was Clyde as well Clyde but as of well. course they've been out of the city for some time yeah. but yeah there were four big clubs John and before right. that there were five before our day uh, was Third Lanark Oh, right, okay. Yeah, the high highs was right. there, and the ground's still there in the south side. So that was another big. It'd be some achievement yeah. though from Queens Park, wasn't it? You know, because every year they kept building, haven't yeah, they? And building amazing. and building. Yep. You know, Leanne Dempster is she still there? She is yeah. chief executive officer. And so they, they, you know, they they brought in different people to add yep. to what they've got. Managers have changed yep. and things like this. Owen so, Coyle. Yeah, yeah uh, and, uh, and junior, yeah, a very experienced junior there as well. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So it'd be a great story, of mm-hmm. course. But listen, take nothing away from from Partick well, either. Who's Harry Rags, who, yeah. who's been there? You know, who's been there before. Um, <laughs> Ryman slang, love it. Who's going to do it tonight then? Um, who do you think, Craig? Oh. It's hard to tell. But you've just said the form team at the moment. The form team, and look for me, the the concern, the concern for Queens Park has. I'm saying goals, but they got they scored three. Um, obviously, in that last match, five three. Partick Thistle form team I think form is is, is vital at this mm-hmm. stage of the season Partick Thistle for me tonight mm-hmm. John I think Queens Park um, right, okay just, they're at home sure. aren't they tonight Queens Park uh, no it's at Fair Hill at Fair Hill yeah. right um, yeah listen nothing against Partick I think they're, they're, they're a good club um Actually, talking to Jerry, Jerry um, Britton. Oh yeah, Jerry Britton. Yeah, Jerry Collins. Oh, Jerry Collins, of course, oh, a legend. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes, Jerry. Yeah, you and I are thinking about Jerry Britton. Yeah, and, chief uh, exec. Yeah. 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 So uh, I just think. Um, okay. Yep. I've got no preference, really. Not sure. I just think it'd be a Absolutely. wonderful story for Queen's Park. Oh, I mean, having yeah. climbed throughout the years and the seasons and got the better British. and better and mm. better. And but again, it'd be great for Partick as well. So. Indeed. The other two, uh, two of the big games, Airdrie against Falkirk, our own Stephen McGinn will be playing. Yes. And of course, they went out in the cup the other week since I last saw yeah, you. Yeah, disappointing in yeah. terms of the way that the... They got a rough, rough result. It, it was a early it? penalty. It was never a penalty. Never a What's penalty. What's happened to the game, Craig? Oh, Some cool. of the crazy decisions. That's and I feel cool. for the referees. But these boffins, yeah, yeah. they need to get a, you know a life. And it's wrong. It's isn't been it? tough, and it it's been a tough yeah. season for a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people on the on the back of probably decisions mm-hmm. that haven't haven't been great. But uh, in yeah. regards to Falkirk. Uh, and Adrian, Adrian, yeah. a strong club as well. They are. Uh, There's yeah. McCabe there. He's uh, done a good yeah, job. Yeah. But I think that Falkirk. Uh, we'll have enough. Okay, and the other game, uh, Alloa against Hamilton Ackies. We don't see enough of any of them, do we, to actually know? Mm. But the Ackies, will their experience come through against Alloa? We'll find out. And the other games then, Annan against Dumbarton and East Fife against Clyde. So you know, a lot of teams mm. from our area, John, involved in these. Yes. And it's uh, it's vital that we keep them. Can we talk about the other games at the weekend before we go mm. back to the big two? Because there's a full card. 12.30, Ibrook Stadium, 50,000. Rangers against Celtic and then 3 o'clock Aberdeen against Hibs Craig that's a good game isn't it because Aberdeen will be raging that they didn't take anything last weekend you just mentioned the chances yeah, they had yeah. up against Hibs who've been a, kind of a yo-yo club this season well, they have, but they had a good win and I mean they also had a had a very very uh, big win over Aberdeen didn't they yep. Uh, yep. was that was oh, it Jim, right. the Jim's one so, so for yeah. me there's 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 certainly going to be that bit between the teeth true. Uh, teeth mm. for, for Aberdeen Barry Robson's got Aberdeen playing extremely well and and I think this is a game that Aberdeen will be too strong for for Hibs in. Mm-hmm. Hibs a two one win against St Mirren. What do you think, John? Who's going to win that one? At well, Petardry, Craig's um, spot on. Yeah. Um, 
you know. Um, Aberdeen desperate to get third position, though, aren't they? They would love they to. They are, and, yeah. and, and, money and, as well. and they've been climbing, haven't they? It the, looks like they might just pip hearts. Yep. Um, will be disappointed, having been up there in third position for a while, changed the manager, of course. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go Aberdeen this one as well. I think they'll be uh, a bit strong for Hibs. And St Mirren against Hearts. So Saints uh, lost last weekend. They'd be bitterly disappointed. Top six, John, of course, up against Hearts, who've been hard to predict, haven't they? But they lost again against Celtic. Who do you think, St Mirren uh, or Hearts? I think Hearts might might, might bounce back. Um, still with a chance, by the way, of yeah. finishing third, although they're five points. So if the if the rivals Hibs can uh, can go and do them a favour <laughs> yeah. at Aberdeen and they can jump, they can jump closer. But uh, I think Hearts um, they put a lot into the game at the weekend against Celtic. That might have a little effect, but a new manager, a little bit of a bounce around the place. I think Hearts might go to St Mirren and win. I should have said to you, John, do you think Hearts were unlucky to get the players sent off? Yeah. I mean, I think technically... I do think so. Yeah. That's my honest opinion. Yeah. I thought it was a, it was a poor decision um, to, to send the boy off. And yeah. as I said, it, it, did, it, it did sell like a huge favour in the game. Uh, hearts, you know, they'd have had a game plan and everything yeah. else. But when you get a man sent off, it, it can throw everything, you know, out of the window that you've been working on all week. Sure. So I thought it was, a, it was a poor decision to send the boy off, yes. Yeah, so Hearts will be without Alex Cochrane. It was harsh, it was, yeah. and I do, it was harsh, but at the same time, um, it was a goal scoring opportunity. Scoring opportunity, yeah. Yep. Uh, whether that was going to fall on Maeda or, or Kyogo, who was in a, a good position, I know that people were getting back, but I still think it's a tap in if not an, uh, an initial the, the, the sad thing for Cochrane is it was accidental Yeah, it was accidental um, so by the letter, letter of the law uh, the red card was probably in my opinion the right call Dr Hartson was that mm, were you not sure if it was accidental uh, no, I, I thought yeah. it was a harsh sending off. Yeah, I didn't, no, no, I know, I didn't I think know, it was sure. a red card. I, I think a yellow would have been enough. But the argument is sure. if it was a goal scoring, yeah. he wasn't clean through on no, goal sure. and he's taken out. It's it? almost, I still think he had a little bit of work to do to get to a position where he gets a shot on goal. So, listen, I've heard people saying, Celtic people, it was harsh. I've heard other people saying it was the right decision. For me, I thought a yellow card would have been the, the, the right call. It's funny, when you see the replay, you see the speed yeah. of Celtic. And that's what Rangers Maeda. have to watch for. Maeda, it's phenomenal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, the eye quick. deceives you. You think, well, was he the last man? Yeah, and, and his first sprint. Yeah. Sorry, his last yeah. sprint is as quick as his first sprint. Yeah. That's, that, Maeda is, a, is an absolute like You was like that. <laughs> is my, body, body check. <laughs> is he an uns, unsung hero of Celtic, would you Maeda. say this? He's, my, he's a machine. When you think about it. He's, he's a, a machine. Yeah. I mean, again, the, 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 a big part of football today is um, the ability to get about the park, physicality, yeah. uh, being an athlete. And I tell you what, he's got that in absolute spades. And also, Craig would, have, would know this. Normally with a manager, in the big games... He plays his full booner. Yep. He plays his, his he, he plays his best team. Yeah. Yep. And Maeda, when there's a big game, mm-hmm. a cup final, or you know a, a Rangers game yep. or whatever yep. else, yep. Um, Maeda predominantly plays, and that that tells you something what the manager thinks of him. We're in Glasgow's own, as you can tell here. So uh, go radio football show with Michael Motors, St. Mariner Hearts. What do you think? I'm going to agree with yeah. the big man. I'm okay. going to I'm going to go with Hearts on that. Two okay. one. Right, other end of the table, and it is crucial. St Johnson are now uh, free of worries of relegation. So just mm-hmm. a quick one. St Johnson, Motherwell, Craig, who do you think? One one draw. One one draw. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John. 
Do you, does that get a draw on it to you up at Perth? St. Johnson uh, against Monaco? St. Johnson will win that. Okay. Mm. Uh, right, what about at the bottom? So let's go Kelly first okay, yep. as uh, one of Scotland's, West of Scotland's finest clubs. It was great to see them back up. Yes. But they're kind of in trouble at the moment. What do you think? Yeah. What about Kelly this weekend at home to Livingston? At home key. At home key. I think that three points for Kilmarnock. Livingston, uh, look, their season... Um, they're comfortable. They're they're in a decent enough position with with not as much to play. So Kilmarnock at home, I think, are going to be too good. Friend of mine, Ian Welsh, is a huge fan of Killy, former chief executive mm-hmm. of the club. He would be delighted. So Jamie Morrison tuned in at the moment in Kilmarnock. John, what do you think? I Kelly think it's a big game. I think it's a big game. Livingston yeah. are safe, are dangerous, really, because they're safe. Um, well, saying that, they're still playing. Oh, no, yeah. they're not. They're bottom yeah, they're, six uh, now. Yeah. So for yeah. me, I think if Dundee United, mm-hmm. which I think they will beat Ross County, um, they'll move ahead. Uh, I think it's a game that Kilmarnock need to take something. Mm. Need to take something. And to will us. they? I'll say draw. Draw. Tough wow. game. Because so, I think, as yeah. I said, it's so tight down there. Yeah, sure. Battle of the plastic. Point. It's so tight, yeah. Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, battle yeah. of the plastic. Ross County on 30 points Kelly and Dundee United in 31 so what do you reckon was it going to be so you think Kelly's going to win so yes. what about Dundee United I think Dundee, Dundee United are going to bounce again so I know that Jim Goodwin went three on the bounce so yep. unfortunately had the, the defeat there mm-hmm. Ross County had a great result Dundee United are going to be too strong at home right. I think the same I think Dundee United wow. will win against Ross County that's why I think it's really wow. important Kilmarnock you know, don't don't let Dundee United get, get away. away from them too far and they, and they have to get something Who's going to win tonight in the game over just scoreline? What do you think, John? Is it going to be Real Madrid okay. who will win tonight? Or is it I going think, to be Man City? I think City? Man City would. Okay. I, I, yeah. I think they're a bit okay. like Celtic. They, they, you can only play one way. They get mm. on the front sure. foot. And, and they, they go forward. And, and with Haaland, of course, such a dangerous sure. player. So for me... Um, yeah, over the two I, legs. Over the two legs, I think City be too strong in the, in the, in the second leg. But tonight, we've already spoken about it off air. It's a difficult oh, one. Yeah. I think City nice might pass. win mm. both legs. Yep. There's the co- right, okay, yeah, there's the coach arriving. Yeah. They're going to win. John, I don't know why your club don't have I their know. own Celtic bus. Because it I've, probably bricks be thrown well, at oh, it everywhere. Steady. It no, it would be. Probably <laughs> yeah. in think, Scotland. Yeah. Think, oh, sh- surely not. <laughs> um, Craig, over who's the two going legs. through? Over the two legs, I agree. I yeah. think Man City will go through. But I think Man City will get beat tonight. I'm going to go for Real Madrid 3-1 tonight. 3-1 yes wow yeah yes but I'm still going to go for Man City Vinicius Junior two legs. Benzema yeah. uh, and all that yeah, yeah. maybe Modric I think City are good enough to go okay. and win the both games he's got such a record hasn't he in the tournament but not at uh, Man City he would love to do it Pep wouldn't he one of the great managers right guys so we won't see you until the game after the game next week I don't think you might be back in Craig uh, John overall it's been quite a week, quite a season for Ange Postacoglu since he arrived. Yeah. And uh, do you think he'll not complete it because it will be completed on June the 3rd? One, and I heard what you said earlier in the programme, they're not taking anything for granted. Yeah. Is that patronising or is that really... No, what, not the, at all. Not mindset? at all. I think yeah. Inverness will, will come with a game plan and they'll... Listen, they know they're up against it. It's a big pitch. It suits Celtic. They're huge favourites. But we've seen upsets before. I don't think it'll happen. I think Celtic will will win the game and, and, and eventually pick up the, the treble, which will be another great season for them personally. But I think on Saturday, 
Uh, they'll be in for a tough game because of the way the seasons are gone with Rangers and Michael Beale still thinks they, they were slightly unlucky against Celtic um, you know in terms of how the game went certain moments in the games and he'll believe his team can go and beat Celtic so I think Celtic will be ready for it and Ange's job is to keep his players focused and for Rangers Craig final thoughts then ahead of this game I could say to you they have to win it Yeah, I for pride go, go and give your supporters something to, to take away uh, in a positive note for the off season, that's what the Rangers players, um, the staff, that's what they're going to go out and try and achieve. Will be very very tough because, like I said, Celtic have been excellent all season, and uh, they will come strong, wanting to, want to win at them at their rivals as well. So that was what, what I'd be saying to Rangers. Player of the year, final, just the name you would give, John. Well, for me, Callum McGregor. Craig, for you, Kyogo. Kyogo, yeah, thirty goals, Kyogo. Callum McGregor, the captain of the double winners and maybe the treble winners Craig thanks so much great to hear you Thank on you. tonight John as always pleasure. a pleasure thanks, and John will be back with us next week as well coming up next it's the news and then Joe Day. don't forget breakfast tomorrow morning Crofty and Grado when you wake up we're back here tomorrow night at five looking forward to it then the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors representing some of the biggest motor manufacturers across Scotland let's go there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.